Let's welcome everyone to another episode of Masashi R&D and M&H Sessions. Mm. Yep. Today we're going to be looking at training periodization. Hmm. Hmm. What is that? Do we have a periodic table to show the, <laughs> the viewers? Can you? Do you know every element on the periodic table? I mean, I know of them. Name the first. No, not personally. <laughs> name the first five. <laughs> Hydrogen, helium, lithium, carbon. beryllium, carbon. You're such a fucking <laughs> get out nerd. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nerds rule the world. So yeah. mm-hmm. love the nerds. Period training periodization though, important for everyone. Probably overlooked by nearly everyone as well. I would say, unless you're like a professional athlete, most people training aren't doing periodized training um, no. programs. Unless so we should probably explain what a periodized program is, right? Please, quick, quick yeah, description. Well, you know, in powerlifting, like periodization is the language of powerlifting. You know, if, if you don't train with periodization, you're, you're doing something something wrong. So let's just use powerlifting as an example, right? So how f- you're, you're doing your training all year round. How far out before you start to implement some sort of programming before? designed to peak at a certain event are you like doing 12 weeks out 16 weeks out less um, well you know it depends how long you have some mm. some people um work with tw- 20 week uh you know periodization some people look at the calendar year and mark a 52 week periodization you mm-hmm. know it depends on your level of commitment some people sign up for a comp eight weeks before it and download an internet program and you know sometimes that's still periodization so periodization is basically breaking down your training into smaller sort of meso micro macro blocks of training specific to a certain goal that you're looking to achieve in that block but why so it might be different for powerlifting that might be sort of a a different example right you're training to peak on a certain day on certain movements where you're lifting the most amount of weight whereas a rugby league player might periodize their program via off-season pre-season in-season depending on what the the sort of the goal is for them and how would you say that benefits over a more traditional style of exercise or weightlifting just kind of lifting to your max every now and then trying to just get better naturally without any kind of well you're setting a goal right so if you're like a if you're a rugby league player and you're noticing you're getting out muscled on the field Mm. or you're not explosive enough not fast enough for your position um, off-season, pre-season, you need to be focusing on your weaknesses. So that's where a periodized program can, can come into play as well to help improve some of your weaknesses. So for an example, y- you might need more explosivity. So you might focus off-season on power and explosiveness. Um, and as the season rolls around, um, you might focus a bit on sort of speed training or before the season on speed training. And then the season might just be about agility and conditioning. Yeah. So there's different types of periodized programs, even with bodybuilding. But why? To achieve a certain outcome without getting sort of because See, it can become it's fragmented. Pe- it's really hard to achieve multiple different outcomes or goals. Exactly. So periodization is a balance between fitness and fatigue, right? Like what Mark said. Why don't you just train all the time to to lift your, you know, your max? Because well, if you lift your max every day. You're not going to be able to, right? If you if you try to squat your, your max weight every day, you're not going to be able to, right? So that's fatigue overwhelming your fitness, right? But if you um, you know, if you don't train, like if you train once a week, you're kind of always ready, you know, to 
to lift your max because you're not going to be you know, suffering from any fatigue. Although, you know, you're going to be weaker because you haven't, you know, built up over time. But mm. apply that to sport as well. A different time in the year, you're also going to have a different level of competitiveness and there's also more or less importance. So you're right. training for the postseason. That's obviously going to be far more important than the preseason. And exactly. therefore your training needs to adapt to that. And probably the most extreme example of periodization is like an Olympic athlete where they actually periodize a program over four-year blocks. Wow. So yeah. they're, they're aiming to build and build and build to peak at one day after wow. a four-year programming. So um, And, and most, most elite um, you know, athletes tend to do that, right? Even if, if their coach is implementing it on them. Or, you know, for example, if you're a professional fighter, you've got a fight camp, that's a periodized plan, right? You, you do what you do at the start of the camp. It's different from what you do at the end of the camp. If you're a powerlifter where, you know, there's weights on the bar and your, you know, um, your spot is weights where you can measure what you're doing and, you know, it's a tangible thing, um, then periodization becomes very clear, right? So, mm. um, like you mentioned, macro cycles, meso cycles, micro cycles. Macro cycles is like longer term, you know, thinking of a few months. Meso cycles is like two to three months. You know, what you do every two to three months might have a specific you, I think function. you're getting micro and meso mixed up. Meso is the smaller one. No, micro is the, is the smallest one. Now, this is what you do even within those two to three months, like in the in, in one to two weeks, what, what you vary within the mesocycle. Micro, meso, macro. Macro is the biggest picture. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So in like in terms of some just a normal sort of gym gym goer, um, I still would recommend some some periodization for people in the gym. Um, depending on what your goal is. Um, but the way I sort of used to look at it was, okay, this block I want to get more powerful. This block I want to get stronger. This block, I want to build muscle hypertrophy, mm-hmm. and this block, I want to work on muscular endurance. It's, it sounds so like I only just recently learned about periodization, but it sounds like what it's for is leading up to a certain, like it seems competition based almost, like it's leading up to a certain date to complete a weight or a, a competition. Say, in Cor- like correct. How recently? Like in the last uh, how five recently? minutes? Uh, um, Twenty-four. <laughs> 30 seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it can be, but yeah. it, it can even be as simple as, okay, I'm in the gym, I'm doing the exact same routine. Yeah. There's different ways that you can sort of yeah. work this periodization. You could start on 15 reps on all the same movements. You do that for four weeks or whatever. Another four weeks, you drop down to 12 to 10, da, 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 with the end goal of sort of getting stronger so that when you start that periodization program again, you're starting with a heavier weight than you did in the first yeah. block. So it doesn't have to be, it can be the smallest elements that you're actually mixing up or it can, you can change the whole program up completely. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's interesting. But yeah. it's got to be based on what your goal is. You need to figure out what is my goal. Okay. For the normal gym guy, it might be, I want to, I want to lose weight, but I want to put on muscle. So there might be a period of, Hey, I'm trying to get stronger and bigger to put on some muscle. And then I might go through a, a programming of trying to maintain that muscle while losing body fat. Right. That would be yeah. the most standard one. That I'll, I'll give you an example, right? So, you know, a power thing, just because it's easy, because there's weights, right? So you're trying to lift as much weight as possible, right? So say you have a 16-week um, a build-up to this day that you're going to lift weights, right? So um, this is what's called linear periodization. So typically the first block of the first four weeks, you're going to do endurance training, right? Higher, higher weights, I mean, higher reps, much lower weights, right? Just gonna work on your general, you know, strength and conditioning. Your, uh, you know, your your movement, movement, um, technique. Exactly, exactly. Yep. Uh, you know, you're gonna be doing a lot more reps, so your technique is gonna build. Next block after endurance is gonna be hypertrophy, right? Because, you know, to lift weights, you gotta build muscle. So that's when you go down to this, um, you know, say 
eight to 12 rep range on, on a lot of movements, but the weights go up, you know, compared to these, uh, the high reps that you're doing right. before. So, you know, lower reps, higher weights. Um, so now you do that for four weeks, packed on some muscle. After that, right, next four weeks, strength, right? Strength is the most important thing for every sport, you know, agility, uh, everything's related to your strength, right? So this is when you're doing even lower, even lower reps and even higher weights, right? So we're talking like four to eight, you know, um, four to eight reps, but quite, quite heavier weights, right? Might even involve, you know, different rest regimes and things in there. Now say, we're, lead, we're leading up to our one rep max, right? We're talking about powerlifting, lifting as much as you can. So the final block is gonna be power, right? So your power block is one to two reps, right? In, in these four weeks, um, and you're gonna be lifting 100%, 110% of what you started at the start of the 16 weeks, right? And then, um, you know, then you're gonna hit your, then you're gonna hit your max, right? Because then, you know, you, you have the, a balance that you've built up of fitness and fatigue. You're not overly fatigued, right? Because you've, um, you know, you've built up to this, right? You're, you're, you're peaking um, naturally for this, right? I'm yeah. Trying try to, try to articulate it, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're not you're not wearing yourself out through the whole program. So you yeah. get to this event and you're just broken down. So you're, you're trying to, to build in a way and stay as fresh as possible. Yeah, you got, um, you got it down to a science, mate. Well, that, that's that's, that's, well, that's the original form, right? Linear periodization. And did each block when you were d like sort of doing this was generally four weeks? Yeah, generally four weeks. Yeah. But see, after linear linear periodization, which is invented by the Russians, because you know they're very logical, very scientific people. Um, logical people, right? With what's going on at the moment. I mean, well, there's one illogical the guy anyway. The cosmonauts. Topical. We're talking cosmonauts. Okay, yeah, the, the, yeah. very uh, logical. You know, in the seventies, they, <laughs> they, they sent a dog to space first, right? <laughs> That's important. Yeah. Um, after that, um, you know, the late great Charles Poliquin, uh, greatest strength coach of all time, in my opinion, he invented something called nonlinear periodization or undulated periodization, right? So basically, this means you're not just simply going. Um, you know, you're not simply simply decreasing the reps and increasing the weights, right? Variety of weights, variety of exercises. Um, you know, it's this constant change in stimulus that's actually going to increase your strength, and increase your, um, you know, whatever you're trying to achieve. Now, Charles Poliquin took this from powerlifting, and he became a strength and conditioning coach for most of the major sports leagues in the world, right? Mm. Um, you know, NFL, like some of these uh, NHL hockey teams, like some some very high level athletes, and then from there. Um, came something called block periodization, right? So, um, you know, this is probably the most applicable to sports. So sports, you don't want to, you know, you peak multiple times throughout a season. Mm. So there's, um, you know, there's uh, varying, um, you know, uh, regimes that you're gonna be doing throughout the season. Obviously off season, you know, you got a clear goal throughout the season, right? You, you're almost building up every week to a match, but you know, you got to balance it also with what your deficiencies are. Every player's got a different um, you know, different role in the team. Every player's got to build skills, got to build physicalness. Like um, mm, so some players could be rehabbing from injury. Some, yeah, some, yeah. It's so, so for some sports, you said that you just peak multiple times in a year, like maybe three or four. But I compete in jujitsu, which is quite a lot, multiple times a year. Is it possible to have this routine to maintain that peak? Is that is it, that? It, it is, but it's a trade-off, right? Like you look at the best MMA fighters in the world, they're not fighting more than mm. five times a year because they understand the build-up to the fight is as important as the fight, so right? So would you say periodization is benefit for some types of athletes and maybe not so much for others? Or is it something like a blanket 
training method that can be used for everyone. I'd say it can be applied to every spot. I agree. But it's different yeah. for every it's sport. It's different for every it's different spot. Different exactly. I, I, I incorporate prioritization in a very different way to you, for example. So in the, I play in several different basketball comps. So there's different seasons throughout mm. the year. It's essentially throughout. There's maybe a few weeks on and off here and there. Periodization for me is just more plyometrics and sprint training in the off season and then just conditioning in general throughout the season. Yeah. Oh, that would probably be a general recommendation for all sports. 100%. Yeah. See, yeah. And what Strength, power, off doing. season, agility and conditioning during season. Mm-hmm. Endurance, hypertrophy and power and, and strength, right? Exactly. Um, and those are kind of the four main elements. And it's, it's, it's to do with two different goals. Yeah. It's off season, the goals are improve. Whereas mid-season, the goal is to maintain. I think everyone, like to keep their training program fresh, they should incorporate some sort of um, periodization with some sort of goal in mind. I think the most important thing, if you're first doing it or any time, you need to record your results. Otherwise, you get to the end of the block, move on to next block, the next block. When you originally come back to that first block, like you need to know what your results were in order to improve those results. I I don't know if I agree with that. Why? I don't record my results, but I'm aware of my fitness level. When you were training for powerlifting, very number-based? That's, that's the difference. Well, I, I had very comprehensive spreadsheets yes. uh, to track all of this, right? Yes. Uh, and I'd say most high-level trainers would have the same. The athlete probably not aware of it because mm-hmm. they've got high-level trainers. That's fair. Yeah. So but I think you need to record it in order to know the progress you're making and, and, and areas where you might not be improving as much. Yeah. How do you know if you're getting faster from your sprints? If you're not recording your times. And, and is, does it matter? For me, it's, it's definitely more about fitness. Right. If, if Towards the end of the game, the fourth quarter, if I can perform the same as I can in the first quarter... But imagine if you were tracking your time and you were getting faster. I'll give you a different analogy. So instead of fitness, your your vertical leap, you need to improve it. Mm -hmm. How are you going to improve it if you're not measuring it? Fair point. Yeah. So conditioning might be different because you can... Conditioning's a bit different because that's based on sort of a bit more feel, right? I feel fitter. I'm getting through the game fresher. I've got more energy in the last quarter, last Mm -hmm. half, whatever. Whereas vertical leap is a measurable... You have to measure it yeah. in order to know if you're improving. I'm not trying to improve my vertical leap. No, I know. Yeah. Okay, like, well, it's just a different I mean, analogy, like a, like a different... If you just want to be fit and play basketball, like, you know, that's a different thing. If you want to be the best athlete you can be... I already play above the y- you ever heard oh. you, ever heard the, you ever heard the start of the Masashi ad? To improve performance, performance must be measured. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. You're essentially reading from our <laughs> So I think we've established that uh, periodization is a good thing if you are serious about your sport. I think, Mark, like when you're saying about jiu-jitsu, mm. I think you you would definitely, if you wanted to do it properly, you would pick events at the beginning of the year, right? Sense, and you'd yeah. block it in a way where, okay, 12 weeks leading into the event, I'm going to work on my whatever it is, right? When yeah. I'm not sort of in that in that peaking for an event period, I'm going to work on this. Yeah. Okay. And and you know the secret um, periodization that a lot of people do, they don't even realize. Like you know, like weight cutting and weight gaining. Like that's that's y- your training influences that, right? right? And even you know bulking and shredding. You know, mm. shredding for summer is the type of periodization <laughs> that people don't know about. Look at Gordon Ryan's recent match against Felipe Pena. He periodized. Maybe not his training, but um, he's. Yeah. Uh, his hormone regime. No. <laughs> well, you know, on, on that He got note, bigger leading into yeah, the event. Dear, oh dear. Yeah. The, the, the Russians again, um, the, some of their periodized training, um, you know, they have a fully periodized training block for, um, for steroids, uh, which yeah. is uh, pretty crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Um, 
periodized training, recommend it, yep. look into sort of applicable for your sport or your whatever you do and make it very goal-based based on either your weaknesses or areas that you need to improve. Is there, do we, do we um, have a quote of Miyamoto Miyamoto Musashi used to periodize his training when he was chopping people up? Sure. Are you I, reckon, I reckon he prepared for certain battles. 60 mm. duels, right? He must have he must have prepared differently. Well, he used run. different tactics yeah, um, so. depending on, on, on who he was in battle with. Musashi can actually uh, help with a bit of period, periodization, can we not? Yes, we can, Hal. Yeah. Good segue. We uh, <laughs> we have recently launched our Masashi Performance Lab on our website, masashi.com. Um, sign up to the Performance Lab and get free training and nutrition programs mm-hmm. for your sports. Sound like a radio announcer. A whole bunch of sports, yeah. So they are periodized programs. Yes, and these training programs are broken down into off, during, and pre-season. They're all written by uh, one Tom Boach, um, Coach Ambassador, a.k.a. Prime Train. Yeah, yeah, and all, all nutrition programs are written by uh, Masashi sports dietitian, uh, Gwen Gothard, mm-hmm. um, who's been with the brand for a very long time. So, yeah, jump on the site, check out those training programs and nutrition programs for mm-hmm. your sport. Highly cool. recommended. Yeah. And, and what have you got, Darren? I just opened the book and it came to an applicable quote. So oh, <laughs> It's funny how that happened. Why did you have a page mark? <laughs> <laughs> okay. There is no difference between walking and running into battle or walking and running in everyday life, except for speed. Proper movement of the body depends entirely on the manner in which you carry yourself. I think it's a stretch. <laughs> I don't mind it. I don't mind. Try and find the link, everyone. I couldn't. Yeah. But uh, I did, like did it. Did you say stretch? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Long topic. All right. <laughs> Until the next episode. Musashi out. <laughs>